Hello again, and welcome back to Knowledge Storm. My name is Melina. And I'm Jake. And this week we actually have a really cool topic because this will be our first week doing true crime. Oh, so cool. Yeah, this um, this case actually really, like, I don't give me full body chills, like, reading it. It was, it was pretty intense. The true crime was do do that. Mm-hmm. They do that, yeah. Yeah, so really quick before we start, um, you know, don't forget to tell your friends and family about us. I really want to get some more listeners, and um, if you're able to, you know, take a couple minutes out of your day and give us a five-star rating, write a little review, and um, we are thinking about maybe doing some merch here soon, mm. um, just to have some... I don't know, maybe some cool like Wendigo t-shirts or something that would like be that sweet, yeah. with like Knowledge Storm on it and you know blah blah blah. Um, but yeah, if you if you want, you know, if you can, go on there and give us a review. You can also go to our Facebook page. You can interact with us in the group. Um, you could message either of us as well. And um, yeah, it's really cool. So let's get started. So this episode, obviously, like I said, um, is true crime and it's about a notorious murderess. Um, her name was Evelyn Dick, and she, <laughs> why? Just Dick. Yeah. Every time you have to, you're gonna fucking just laugh. The this whole is Dick episode. Penis. Evelyn oh Penis. You're so mature. <laughs> so, um, she was born on October thirteenth, nineteen twenty. Uh, her parents. Evelyn were... Longschlong. I'm done. I'm done. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. <laughs> Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Hang in there. <laughs> Me guys. Um, so her her parents were Donald and Alexandra McLean, and uh, she was by all accounts like a very normal and what? <laughs> McLean, McLean Ween. Just shut I'm up. I'm sorry, McLean Ween Dick. Oh I just uh, I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. Anyways, like these are real names, okay? <laughs> Shit. So she was very normal and beautiful child. Um, and just a year after her birth in Beamsville, Wait which a is minute. actually near. Beam, first of all, Beam, Dick, Beamsville. Uh, It's near Niagara Falls. The family moved to 214 Rosalind Avenue in Hamilton. Um, This is all in Canada, by the way. Donald worked for the Hamilton Hamilton Street Railway, Railway, which is actually like HSR technically, as a streetcar conductor. Um, which back then wasn't really like a high paying job by any means. Okay. And later on, he actually attained an office position and that gave him access to the company's revenue. So, and this is where like a lot of people speculated that he was skimming money from the company to make it seem like he made a lot more than he actually did in order to like elevate the family's status. Okay. So... Now, Evelyn's childhood wasn't exactly happy. Um, Her father drank way too much. Her mother was super strict and sometimes cruel, um, you know, in her ways of parenting. Her parents did not get along, and more often than not, they were apart than together. And they almost lived completely separate lives. And they even slept in separate bedrooms, which I just find that to be so weird. That's weird, weird, yeah. I, I just don't get it. Not, not a sign of good uh, good family. Right. Um, so Evelyn Evelyn wasn't really allowed to associate much with like the neighborhood children because like her parents like didn't want her associating with anyone that was like in a lower class. So she couldn't just like go outside and 
like play with the neighborhood kids and I think this really affected her. Yeah, you're a dick, damn it. You're not going to play with all these uh, hooligans down the street. We're dicks down here. They, no, they're We're the dicks. Right oh. now. She's not a she's not a dick yet. Oh, okay. Also, she was uh, McLean Ween to begin with, <laughs> and then she transforms into a dick later on. Uh, she gets married. Yeah, she doesn't transform. Wait. So, her, <laughs> her first name was McLean Ween. No, then... not McLean Ween. You're adding the Ween. <laughs> okay. And then she married somebody else who was Dick later on. Yes. Just Dick. That's it. No, his name's John Dick, okay? And we're not right. there yet, so just shut up. So, I'm, oh my, that's just crazy. Okay, so they lived well above their means, and they always seemed to have, like, huge sums of money in the bank. Um, her parents would often send Evelyn shopping with a handful of nickels, which... Would have been considered like a decent amount, I know, all things considered. I often for... shop with a handful of nickels. But let's just so let's just say you know nineteen thirty. Okay, let's say she's like ten years old. Right. So let's just say he gave her like a dollar and change. Nowadays, that would be worth like fifteen dollars and thirty five cents. So let's put it this way: you not could... bad for McLean. Yeah, you could purchase a gallon of gas for ten cents. A loaf of bread for nine cents and a pound of hamburger for twelve cents. And the Not average bad. cost for house rent was twenty six dollars. Holy month. shit! Yeah, this is crazy. You need to these me. prices today? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so her parents pushed hard for Evelyn to, you know, try to become, you know, recognized within like the finer circles of town. Her parents pulled her out of public school and sent her to the prestigious Laredo Academy. Um, which was usually attended by the daughters of Hamilton's elite. She would host lavish parties at the Royal Con- Connaught Hotel, um, Hamilton's finest, and they would constantly spend money really freely on, you know, acquaintances, friends, whatever. But her social acceptance wasn't ever really reciprocated in the way that she wanted. So no matter, like, how much money they spent, like, she was never cool. Like, She's, that's kind of how it was, yeah. which, that sucks. Yeah, can't even buy friends. That's pretty bad. Right. Yeah. So, the attractive Evelyn, and she was, she really was beautiful. Like, if you go on and, you know, look at pictures of her, she was beautiful. Pretty? Has money? Why don't want no friends? What's going I, on? Exactly. I don't know. Um, it's probably because her parents sucked. Hmm. But she became the focus of a bunch of different rumors, you know, and this happened or well, it started to happen like in her mid teens. Okay. So she had more expensive jewelry and furs than what was considered proper. Um, she spent time in the company of much older men at places out of town and at racetracks. Wow. Yeah. Bit of a harlot. Yeah. Mm. Well, and then something happened that did not help her ascension into high, so- high society, like, at all. She became pregnant out of wedlock in 1942. The worst. Yeah. Well, Evan Litton gave birth to her daughter, Heather. Um, and this just further fueled the rumors about Evelyn. And it made her, like, obviously look super improper. And so Evelyn took drastic measures to try and save her reputation. She then announced it was, quote, okay, and that it was um, she was married to a man that was stationed overseas. Clean McLean wants some of that ween. Yeah. Mm. Um, Young age. So <laughs> she said that the guy's last name was White. 
later examination of like military records actually failed to prove the existence of such a person. So this was like totally a huge lie. Evelyn White would have been such a better name than Evelyn Dick. <sighs> I agree. <sighs> um, but, you know, it seemed to work out for a period of time. So she kind of saved face a little bit, you know. Um she then gets pregnant a second time, which I only found this with one of the sources that I had. Um, she apparently just had like a stillbirth and nothing like ever came of it. It doesn't seem like anyone ever really knew about it. But then shit really goes down for a third time in September of 1944. So if you remember, like the first time she got pregnant was 1942. Like this is only like, it's like less than two years. So hmm. in September of 1944, Evelyn gave birth to a baby boy, which she had apparently named Peter. And upon her return home from the hospital, she didn't have the baby with her, just her hospital bag, a suitcase. And Kind of weird. Yeah. And usually so you she, bring that thing home with you, usually. You would think. They don't let you keep it. So obviously her family is super concerned and they're like, well, what the hell happened? Which I don't know why no one went with her. Like... That's what's weird to me. Like, she didn't have a single person there, like, when she gave birth. Like, how terrible. Like, you just had to go there alone. And... Maybe she's one of the, like, skinny chicks that you don't know that they're pregnant until it's, like, maybe ever, you I know? Yeah, I don't know. Like, hey, I just ate a big lunch. And, <laughs> I just ate a big lunch. And then, beep, there comes the baby. baby. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, so, obviously, her family's concerned. They're asking her what happened, like, what's going on. And she said that she had given Peter up to the Children's Aid Society for adoption because her father didn't want another child in the house and she wasn't able to care for him. Mm. So, which is, I mean, pretty responsible, but really sad. Like, it's super sad to have to make that kind of a decision. Yeah, it could have been little Pete Dick. Little Pete Dick right there. What the hell? So in June of 1945, Mm. things weren't going so great with her parents. The drinking, the fighting, the constant threat to their social status just became, like, way too much for her mother to bear. And she decided that she was going to leave Donald. So Evelyn came with her, and they both moved into an apartment in downtown Hamilton. And so now you have to remember it's Evelyn, Heather, her daughter, and obviously her mother. Um, So they're all living in this apartment, and everything really seems to be going pretty well. Until she meets someone. So... Who's this where he comes? Okay. Here he comes. So in the summer of 1945, Evelyn met John Dick, a Russian immigrant employed as a streetcar driver. Boom! At age 39, he was 15 years her senior, but Evelyn mistakenly believed that, like, he had a comfortable income, okay? And... She was thinking that, you know, he was going to be able to support this, like, extravagant lifestyle that she wanted, have a nice house, like, all the things that, like, her parents taught her that she needed to have in her life. Yeah, like right? a yeah, thing of nickels. and. So, I, I don't totally hold this against her. And, I mean, back in the day, in 1930s, there were no women's rights. I mean, there was a little bit, but... Not what we have today. Like, they, no. you know, she can't just go out and just get a job. No. She can't just, you know, fucking have a career and yeah. do all this shit. So, like, you, you had to try to try to marry rich, you mm-hmm. know? So I don't I don't want to put her down by any means because this is what you had to do. Yeah, there was, like, women and then, like, house cats were pretty close as well. You fucking... Shut <laughs> your fucking mouth. <laughs> I, it was so bad back then. Dude, terrible. I'm gonna terrible time. I'm going to punch you later. <laughs> You're such a douche. Okay, so 
Evelyn finally told Dick, or no, I'm sorry, Evelyn told Dick that she was a widow of a Canadian naval officer um, whose na- last name was White. I never know his first name. Like, I don't know if she just didn't say it or what the hell happened. Maybe it was Dick Dick? This is White, not Dick. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. she's okay. meeting John Dick. She's telling, she's telling Dick that, you know, her husband had died in the Second World War. And he gave her a bucket of quarters. So she's got quite a bit of money. Mm-hmm. So just a little roll of nickels. Now he's got a, I got a bucket of nickels. Huh? Can you imagine that, like going to the gas station and just being able to fill up for fucking four dollars? Well, yeah, be that'd be amazing. Sweet. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> okay, so after just a few weeks, Evelyn and Dick were engaged. Okay, and Evelyn's parents were pissed. Ooh. Like they were completely against it. Obviously, like they sent out invitations to like his parents and her parents, and you know his name is Dick. Members. I'd be upset too. And well, that wasn't really what they were upset about. They were more upset with the fact that they thought that he wasn't good enough for mm, her. Streetcar driver, exactly. And he was just, you know, totally below. What is their a streetcar driver? I've heard of race car. I mean, streetcar? S- oh. um, so they called them back then, streetcars instead of race cars. Uh, no, because he was actually employed with the same company that her father was. So this is like the railway company. Hmm. So I, I don't know exactly. Oh, what they those did. kind of streetcar yeah. railcars. Okay, all right. So, so he's not racing anything. No, no, not at all. Um, but either way, her parents were pissed. They declined the invitation to their wedding, and they were just like, "No, oh, no, go fuck yourself. Whatever, wow. go marry him." And now, mind you, like, she's still living with her mom, mm-hmm. okay? So how awkward is this? Like, she comes home every day. She's not seeing him, like, or she'll go and see him or whatever, and then she comes home and, like, has to deal with this awkward situation of the fact, like, her mom is just totally against her getting married to this guy. Totally weird situation. Well, I would but... say she needs to slow down. She's already had two kids, one still worth, yes. one given away. I mean, you're getting married to this guy. Like, right. just, what are you, like, how old is well, she at this point? At this point, she's going to be, um, once she gets married, she'll be 25. Okay, well. She's 1920. Yeah. So she's, you know, she's almost an old maid at this point. Yeah, you know? back then. Yeah, middle-aged. Ridiculous. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like I said, after a few weeks they were engaged, they didn't attend the wedding, and then they had a small ceremony that took place on October 4th, 1945, okay? So soon after the union, uh, John, this is where things get kind of weird, John wanted to move in with Evelyn, Heather, and Alexandra, and she had to tell him, like, no, dude, like, there's not enough space, like, it's a fucking tiny apartment that we live in, like, if you want to be together, like, you need to find us a house. Right. Fancy streetcar guy. Let's right. go. Yeah. So that was, like, that would have tipped me off first. Like, what do you mean you want to move in with me? guy's a real dick. <laughs> More was than one. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he stayed with his cousin for a period of time, and finally they bought their first house together. So now this is also pretty weird. So Evelyn's name was the one that was on all of this paperwork, okay, including the deed, which was not a usual thing back mm-hmm. then. Like, usually it was the husband right. that was on those things. And she was the one who ended up paying the deposit on the house as well. Well, So she soon began to realize that Dick was not financially well off. And he basically, or she basically, like, emotionally and physically, like, deserted him, okay? Wow. She felt super betrayed and... <sighs> Quickly resumed an affair with a man named Bill Bohazuk. I think that's how you would say that. Bohozuk. Bohozuk. Hmm. So, Better than Dick, probably. 
John was not so quickly to give up on her and their marriage. And he really believed that, you know, he and Evelyn could make their marriage work. Their time together was very rocky, you know, especially because of Evelyn's relationships with Bill and other boyfriends. And Dick soon moved out of the house, you know, with the deed being in Evelyn's name and lodged up with a cousin. Probably the same cousin that he was living with before. Hmm. So Dick lastly, and this pisses me off so much. And I'm so glad that her dad stood up for her. But Dick had like this last ditch approval. Okay. And he goes to Evelyn's father and he asks him for help. Do you want to know what he wanted help with? Uh, Changing his, I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) He was basically hoping that he could make Evelyn behave like the respectful wife that she should be behaving like instead of what she's doing. Yeah, that always works. Her dad basically told John to go pound Saul. And he wasn't good enough for his daughter anyways. And then um, John actually threatened to tell on him for stealing from the HSR, which was a McLean family secret that Evelyn had revealed to him. And McLean then threatened to kill John, which he actually reported to the Hamilton police. Yeah, well. So all this is just like totally spiraling out of control. And what an asshole, though, to just like go to her dad and be like, um, yeah, if you could make your daughter hmm. behave right. Listen, sir, your daughter's not far line, see? She's not acting like she, she should have, see? She's not to turn, turn her into a, a respectable woman, see? Like she should, yeah. You want to piss a woman off, tell them that. Hey, right? you're just not acting like you should, like. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. this is where it gets fucked up. She's so, a bit cut off, sounds like. Keep well, talking like that. this is when John uh, disappeared. So he disappeared in the first week of March in 1946, and he was last seen alive on March 6th at a Hamilton restaurant. Okay. Fucking called. He's gone. I knew it. Yeah. Then on March 16th, 1946, there were some children that were hiking along a trail um, on Hamilton Mountain where they made a shocking discovery. And can you guess what they found? They found just uh, John's dick. In the, in the weeds. Why did I Just his dick in the weeds. No. And dick was removed. So, it was a human torso with two gunshot wounds in the chest. Hmm. The remains were soon identified to be um, those of John Dick. And I don't really know how, but apparently, like, they brought his cousin in. And they were like, hey, like, we know that, you know, your cousin's been missing. Do you think that this is him? And... Just based off of his torso alone, like, no arms, no legs, no head, he was like, yeah, yeah, like, that's totally my cousin. Like, how mm. the fuck would you know? It's not like they had, like, tattoos or anything Maybe, like, like that. Maybe, like, a third nipple or something that... That's possible. You know. Maybe. Or a mole. It didn't say anything about a third nipple. Birthmark, but... something. <laughs> so, police immediately look at his wife and took Evelyn in for questioning. She denied any knowledge of what, you know, came of John Dick's fate. While she was being questioned, investigators searched her house. And this is where shit gets, like, real dark. <laughs> While searching her house and they're looking for any traces of John that they could find, they found something that would completely change the investigation. In the attic, they found a His dick in a box. Okay. All right, that's the last I thought they for sure they found it. In the attic, they found a suitcase. And do you know what was <laughs> in that suitcase? Uh, his Weird. I don't know. No. His head. No. His arms and legs. Inside the suitcase, they found a concrete encased body of an infant. Well, that's even worse. A boy. It was Evelyn's son, That's fucked Peter. up. 
She had held on to it all those years. Like, why? What? No, uh, concrete in case? So... Yeah, like she poured concrete into the suitcase and just like put her infant child's body in it. Oh, so like, I'm thinking like filled the body with like concrete or something. No. So further searches of Evelyn's house as well as her parents' home turned up charred human remains of bones and bits of clothing from an HSR uniform. Detectives also uncovered a car with blood-stained seats and a necktie that was identified as belonging to John Dick. Evelyn and the McLean. They found a car in his attic. It wasn't in the attic. It was. Oh, okay. It was Holy just shit! At the home. Obviously. There's his attic. Don't be an ass. So, Evelyn, the McLeans, and Bahazuk were charged with the murder of Dick. Evelyn and Bahazuk were charged with infanticide as well. Donald McLean was charged with robbing the HSR of thousands of dollars. Evelyn made several wild, contradictory statements, including one which she had said an Italian gangster had come up to the house and wanted to, quote-unquote, take care of her husband due to a bad business deal that he had with John. And clearly, Mm. like, it was very clear to everybody in the courtroom, apparently, that it just, like, totally was made up, you know? And... So Evelyn's attorneys um, moved to have her tried separately from Bill and Donald in the hopes that it would allow Evelyn to appear to, you know, the jury as an attractive, like, innocent young woman, seemingly, you know, completely incapable of committing murder. Um, The long series of trials began on October 7th, 1946 in Hamilton's Wentworth County Courthouse. Alexandria, or Alexandra McLean, Evelyn's mother agreed to testify for the crown against her daughter in return for immunity. Yes, get her. She stated that Evelyn had been absent from the house for a prolonged period of time on March 6th, which was the last day that John Dick had been seen alive. Alexandra also said that on March 8th, she had asked Evelyn if something had happened to him. And according to Alexandra, Evelyn responded that he just wouldn't be coming around anymore. So Alexandra also testified that her husband had owned a handgun and a large butcher's knife, which, I mean, like, I'm sure everybody probably did right. back in those days. So apparently just... concrete is easy to get, too. Evidently, That's yeah. fucked up to me. I'm sorry. See, I just feel like somebody would have had to have helped her. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I don't... yeah. I don't know that she could have just done that. Pretty resourceful there, yeah. I don't know. But, like, oh, you, you remember... <laughs> Like, she came home from the hospital just with that suitcase. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's that's all she had. That's pretty heavy, too. I mean, put concrete in a... It would be super heavy. Yeah, put, concrete, put concrete in a suitcase and then haul it around. Yeah. That's probably 60 well, pounds. Well, it just sucks because, like, this case happened so long ago that, like, the articles and things like that, it, it's really hard to get, like, a, a lot of good, right. you know, solid information. Still, yeah. So, um... Through the evidence that, you know, was against Evelyn, you know, oh, I'm sorry. Although the evidence that was against Evelyn was mostly circumstantial, the jury still found her guilty of the murder of John Dick. The judge sentenced her to death, but attorneys successfully appealed. Uh. Evelyn's case was taken over by John R. Robinette, and he was a skilled courtroom lawyer whose defensive strategies in the trials would make him totally famous. Robinette impressed the jury, um or impressed upon the jury uh, the strong possibility that Donald McLean had killed John. This time, the jury found Evelyn not guilty. 
Now, in the trial for murder of baby Peter, Robinette brought in a psychiatrist who testified that Robin had endured a traumatic childhood and had emotional, oh, the emotionally, oh my God, sorry, the emotional mentality of a 13-year-old. The jury found her guilty of a lesser charge of manslaughter, and oh the judge sentenced God. her to life imprisonment. Donald McLean was found guilty um, of being an accessory to murder and was sentenced to five years in prison. Okay. And he was also, re- or he also received an additional five years for theft. Um, as for her lover, Bill, he was cleared of all charges. I was going to say, yeah. Which I don't I know how kind of fucked up. Like, because I, I really feel like he had to have helped her with that baby. Maybe. With the baby? I don't know if yeah. he was the baby. I don't know. If he did, yeah. that's. I thought he was. He came after the baby. I thought uh, Dick was no, around. No, I think she had been then... having that relationship for a while. Huh. Okay. But Evelyn Dick was paroled um, in 1958 what? after serving 11 years in the Kingston Penitentiary. She assumed a new identity and vanished into obscurity. What the fuck? The RCMP, to whom she had to report regularly to, respected her privacy. And Evelyn is actually pardoned in 1985 by the Royal Crown, and her file was permanently sealed. The John Dick murder has never been officially solved. Gives a shit about the murder. She murdered that her baby. Yeah. What about that? Yeah. How do you get paroled for 11 years? I I don't know. What the fuck is going on? I mean, and sack a lot of, of garbage. Things... I don't care. 13 or not, you know it's not okay to kill somebody. Well, and a lot of things, like, they say that her dad had, like, sexually abused her. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. You know, all these these things. There's always something, yeah, that makes it. So it's like, well, it's not an excuse, but, like, this is why she was the way that she was. And, you know, this is why it was hard for her or, you know, whatever. But, yeah, it's a pretty fucked up case, right? Yeah, no, I I don't like that at all. I don't like how she got away at the end. That's, uh, no, she should be death sentence hung. Yeah. Like, I, it just, that's amazing to me. Like, They're going to say she was kind of, you know, attractive, right? Kind of pretty. Yes. So she probably got off from, you know, a little bit from that, a little bit of easier treatment because of that. Right. So that's, yeah. Yep. It's ridiculous. I agree. Ridiculous. Nobody knows what happened to her since. So. God, hopefully she fell on some concrete and died herself. Yeah. Yeah, she was. Hopefully bad. she just <laughs> tripped and fell on some loose concrete <laughs> and that was it. She was a shitty person. Yeah. Terrible. Um, that's all I have for this week. Um, next week, nice. I was thinking about doing maybe some kind of um, historical something or other. I don't know yet, but yeah, I gotta do some more research. Okay, but, nice, yeah. short, quick, easy. Yep, that's a something quick, to get out. Quick, quick episode. But thank you guys very much. Again, we you know would not be able to do all this without you as our listeners and. Um, I appreciate every single Yes, one. even if one person likes this, we will keep doing it. Yep. <laughs> All right, friends. We'll Thanks, talk guys. To you next week.